Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew preaches about one of the kings of Judah, with this message entitled, Lessons from King Azza, preached November seventeenth, two 2013. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to Second Chronicles 14. The biblical history is given to us for a reason, that we may learn, we may be warned how God dealt with his people in the past. It's not meaningless, therefore, when you study historical sections in the Bible. Lessons from King Asa. The life of King Asa is both an encouragement and a warning to every true Christian. He is an example of one seeking God and resting in God alone. But we are not to follow his example of hardening his heart against God in his later years. He did not persevere to the end. He did not live a consistent spiritual life. Towards the end of his life, he fell from his first love. He abandoned God and refused to trust in him. He trusted in his money. He violated the biblical counsel that we find in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. He will prosper you. As I did not persevere to the end, therefore God severely punished him and killed him. Even in his severe illness, he refused to seek the Lord and live by the divine promise that was given to God's people. And we read in Second Chronicles seven fourteen, if my people called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Friends, may God help us to be faithful to the very end. And may we learn lessons from the history of Asa. Point number one, Second Chronicles 14, a war. Asa was the third king of Judah. He reigned in Judah from 910 through 869 BC. He began his reign as the Lord's deputy, as the Lord's vassal. He was faithful to the covenant, he hated sin and loved righteousness. Therefore, He brought about a spiritual reformation 
in the life of God's people. He did what was good and right. And listen, in the eyes of the Lord. You may think you are doing everything right. But that is in your own eyes. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man. But at the end thereof is way of death. He began therefore to destroy idolatry. He removed foreign altars and the high places, smashed the sacred stones and cut down the Asherah poles. And he commanded, asked the king, he commanded Judah to seek the Lord and obey his laws. The priests were to teach the Bible to the people. Friends, when revival comes, people always return to the word of God to hear and do and be blessed by pleasing God. God was pleased with us as reforms and the land enjoyed peace and prosperity. Friends, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. When we come under God's rule, we enjoy God's peace and we enjoy God's joy. So always remember the biblical law which I cited in 2 Chronicles 7.14. So the Lord tested Asa's faith. There came Zerah the Cushite with a million man army and 300 chariots. Asa faced him in battle with only half a million soldiers and with no chariots in the valley of Sephatha. The question is, how can Asa win this battle? It was humanly impossible. But with God, we learn all things are possible. He is the infinite God. He is the almighty God. If this God is for us and with us, who can be against us? We read in Second Chronicles 20 verse 15. This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army. For the battle is the Lord's, not yours. And God is speaking to you. If you are afraid and discouraged, do not be. The battle is the Lord's. And our God is for us. Our God is the true and living God. Their God is a creature. The devil. The devil is always defeated. He can never win a battle against our God. Our God wins always. We learned that from God's war against Pharaoh. 
Our Yahweh is a warrior and a savior. He defeats our enemies and saves his people who seek him with their whole heart and rely on him. Rest in him. Trust him. So Asa prayed. Then Asa called to the Lord his God and said, Lord, Yahweh, there is no one like you to help the powerless against the mighty. Help us, O Lord, our God, for we rely on you. And in your name we have come against this vast army. O Lord, you are our God. Do not let man prevail against you. And the Lord fought against the million man army. And utterly defeated them. And it is written for our encouragement. Asa prayed based on God's promise in 2 Chronicles 6, 34 and 35. When your people go to war against their enemies, wherever you send them. And when they pray to you toward this city, you have chosen and the temple I have built for your name. Then hear from heaven their prayer and their plea and uphold their cause. The Lord and his supernatural forces struck down the enemy. They fled, they fell, they were crushed, they were killed. Judah collected the spoils, lots of gold and silver and cattle and sheep. They brought into the temple treasury the gold and the silver. The people of God rejoiced greatly. So friends, let us learn the lesson. Seek the Lord and prosper. Seek the Lord and be blessed. Reform your ways and prosper. Pray and prosper. Do what is right in the eyes of the Lord and prosper. In all your ways acknowledge our covenant Lord and be blessed. Know this friends. Obedience brings blessing. And disobedience brings curse. Leaders must lead. It's a lesson here. Leaders must lead in reform, in Bible teaching, in covenant keeping, in spiritual warfare, in prayer, and so on. And point number two, chapter 15. Peace. God was pleased with Asa's reliance on God and God tested his faith. And like Abraham, by grace he passed the test. He prayed for divine help and he received divine help. And we read in Psalm 46, God is our refuge and strength and ever present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with surging. 
The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. And God sent a prophet by name Azariah to encourage Azar on his return. The message to him was a message of comfort and at the same time warning. So we read 2nd Chronicles 15. He went out to meet Asa and said to him, listen to me, Asa. You see, a pastor has authority over a king. Listen to me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you when you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But here comes the warning. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. Remember what a man of God spoke to Eli the prophet. First Samuel 2. Therefore the Lord, the God of Israel declares, I promise that your house and your father's house would minister before me forever. But now... The Lord declares, far be it from me, those who honor me, I will honor. But those who despise me will be disdained, despised. The time is coming when I will cut short your strength and the strength of your father's house so that there will not be an old man in your family line. Friends, Follow Jesus Christ. Follow Jesus Christ, I said. He leads you always in the paths of righteousness. Yea, in the paths of eternal life. He will fill you with joy in his presence. Worship and serve him only. If you forsake him For the enjoyment of pleasures of sin. You will experience the covenant curse without any question. When you refuse to follow the covenant Lord in covenant obedience. He brings troubles and distress in our life. To turn us back to him. And so we read in. The 15th chapter of 2nd Chronicles, the word from the prophet Azariah. But in their distress, they turned to the Lord, the God of Israel, and sought him, and he was found by them. In 2nd Chronicles 15, 6, one nation was being crushed by another and one city by another Because God was troubling them with every kind of distress. Think about it in your own life. He knows how to deal with us. How to humble us. How to break the pride of arrogant man. The rich man. The brilliant man. The independent man. The self-centered man. He knows how to cure our backslidings he uses every kind of trouble at his disposal to discipline us if we are his elect let us learn this lesson then friends 
the lord is with us when we are with him if we seek him he'll be found by us thank god of course he is with us always but our sin makes us blind to see his presence jesus said the same thing ask and it will be given to you seek and you will find knock and the door will be open to you for everyone who asks receives he who seeks finds and to him who knocks the door will be opened friends here we read the word of azariah the prophet second chronicles 15 verse 7 this is what god is saying to you be strong in the lord do not give up do not quit serving god following christ work hard in the lord's work and your work will be rewarded so saint paul says in first corinthians 15 therefore my dear brothers stand firm let nothing move you always give yourselves fully to the work of the lord because you know that your labor in the lord is not in vain or the writer to the hebrews in hebrews 10 we read so do not throw away your confidence it will be richly rewarded you need to persevere so that when you have done the will of god you will receive what he has promised the word encouraged answer to continue his reform he became fearless of those who were idolaters does the word encourage you as you read the word as you hear the word preached may god help us to work hard doing god's will in the power of the scripture and in the power of the holy spirit so as a remove detestable idols from all judah he repaired the broken altar he renewed the covenant he and all his people it was a revival sir so we read second chronicles 15 they entered into a covenant to seek the lord the god of their fathers with all their heart and soul all who would not seek the lord the god of israel were to be put to death how about that sir as the scripture told whether small or great man or woman they took an oath to the lord with a loud acclamation with shouting and with trumpets and horns all judah rejoiced about the oath because they had sworn it wholeheartedly they sought god eagerly and he was found by them so the lord gave them rest on every side not only that he deposed his own grandmother maka a wicked woman and totally destroyed her idol and a sherapol he loved god sir more than his family 
Jesus said in Matthew 10:37 anyone who loves his father and mother more than me is not worthy of me anyone who loves his son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me may god help us from such idolatry so god blessed us with 20 more years of peace and prosperity it is important for us also to renew our covenant with God and God's people frequently. Let us renew our vow to God. The Lord is with us when we are with him. If we seek him, he will be found by us. And the third point. Second Chronicles 16. Punishment. Punishment. By now Asa became a mule. God brought about another test of Asa's faith in God. About five years before his death. A little enemy. Basha. King of Israel was fortifying Rama to the north to prevent his people going to Judah. Asa was provoked, but he refused to rely on God or seek his counsel. He did not seek God, crying out, Oh God, help, help us, as you did when. I faced the million man army of Sarah the Cushite. He forsook the Lord. He acted foolishly. That means Godless way. He forgot about God. He axed him out in his life. He became an unbeliever. He trusted in money, not in the covenant Lord who fought and gave him victory against Sarah the Cushite. He learned nothing from history. He leaned on to his own money, leaned on to his own understanding. He needed God 20 years ago when he was weak and without money. Now he has money. He has degree. He has a job. He has big house. He has children. Everything is going right. He doesn't need God. Remember Jesus said. No one can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one. And love the other. Or he will be devoted to the one. And despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Friends, James said a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So Asa fell into unbelief. He relied on himself and his money. He took all the money from the temple treasury which belonged to God. He took it, he stole it to give to Ben-Hadad to fight against the little enemy Basha. He became a thief. He stole God's money to give to Ben-Hadad of Damascus. After he committed his sin of unbelief, God sent the seer Hanani, not before but after, 
friends, God let you sin. God sent Hanani to rebuke him. He failed the test, sir. He became an unbeliever. The word of God rebukes us and corrects us. I would say 50% of ministry, the ministry of the word is rebuke and correction. So we read in 2 Timothy, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. In 2 Timothy 4, to preach the word, be prepared in season and out of season, correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. Friends, as a broke covenant with God and made a covenant with a weak man. Basha to save him. How foolish is this action? According to Second Chronicles fifteen thirteen, which says, All who would not seek the Lord, the God of Israel, were to be put to death, whether small or great man or woman, that's exactly what God did to answer the mule. And Hanani said, Because you relied on the king of Aram and not on the Lord your God, the army of the king of Aram has escaped from your hand. Were not the Cushites, the Libyans, mighty army with great numbers of chariots and horsemen, yet when you relied on the Lord, he delivered them into your hand. And now he says, for the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth. To strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. You have done a foolish thing. And from now on you will be at war. As I refuse to pay heed to the rebuke. Do you receive rebuke sir? Correction that comes to you from your pastor? From your leaders? They know what you are doing wrong. And he comes to you to rebuke you, to correct you, to turn you back to the Lord. Listen to them, sir. Take the rebuke because they rebuke you because they care for you. The Lord saw Asa's heart was not committed to him, so he did not help him. He lost all the money. He failed to defeat Ben-Hadid and Basha. He gone to war relying on the Lord. He brought about a state of distress and war. Friends, we must pay for our sins. You pay for your sin. Not anybody else. In this life. A sinner always loses. Instead of paying heed to the rebuke, instead of humbling and repenting and seeking God's forgiveness and favor, he treated God's seer, God's minister with intense anger. He put him in prison. He put his feet in stocks as Ahab did to Micaiah, the true prophet. Uh, Today, sir, they don't put him in prison and put the feet of a minister in stocks. Today, they only fire the preacher. 
if he preaches the Bible. As also brutally oppressed God's people who stood with Anani the prophet. But friends, Asa cannot kill the Lord. He could only persecute God's people. You have to wait when you will be able to kill the Lord in the fullness of time. The enemies of God would also kill the God incarnate Jesus Christ our Lord. In God's own plan and purpose. The Lord who fought against Zerah the Cushite. Now fights against Asa himself. God afflicted him with a severe disease of his feet. He put Hanani's feet in stocks. The Lord gave Asa disease of the feet. Divine retribution. This disease was severe. Yet he refused to repent and follow the biblical solution. If my people humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways and so on. He refused to seek help from God. I don't need a God. He sought help from pagan physicians, but no doctor could help him. If God is against us, who can be for us, friends? God killed Asa, this covenant breaker. Asa did not persevere. He died in his sins. He died of hard heart. He could not say what St. Paul said. For I am already being poured out like a drink offering and the time has come for my departure. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness which the Lord righteous judge will award to me on that day and not only to me but also to all who have longed for his appearing. Listen friends to God's warning which you did read recently. Ezekiel 18 verse 24. But if a righteous man turns from his righteousness and commits sin and does the same detestable things the wicked man does, will he live? None of the righteous things he has done will be remembered because of the unfaithfulness he is guilty of and because of the sins he has committed he will die. Now listen to Jesus. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. Listen, friends, Hebrews 6. It is impossible for those who have once been enlightened, who have tasted the heavenly gift, who have shared in the Holy Spirit, who have tasted the goodness of the word of God and the powers of the coming age, if they fall away, to be brought back to repentance, it's impossible because to their laws, they are crucifying the Son of God all over again and subjecting him to public disgrace. Tremble and fear before you go to sin. 
Hebrews 10, 26 through 31, if we deliberately keep on sinning after we have received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice for sin is left, but only a fearful expectation of judgment and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. Anyone who rejected the law of Moses died without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. How much more severely do you think a man deserves to be punished who has trampled the Son of God underfoot? Did you know that? When you sin, that's what you are doing. You are trampling the Son of God under your feet. Who has treated as an unholy thing the blood of the covenant that sanctified him and who has insulted the spirit of grace for we know him who said it is mine to avenge I will repay and again the Lord will judge his people it is a dreadful thing to fall into the hands of the living God think about it sir what happened to us In the last years of his life, his heart became proud. Friends, what happened to him? Let me tell you what happened to him. He stopped reading the Bible. He stopped praying. He stopped worshiping in the temple. He stopped fellowshipping with God's people and God's prophets. He thought to himself, I was weak once, but now I'm strong. I can solve my problems without God's help. And he died. God dealt with him severely and God gained glory for himself. He will not share his glory with anybody. He will fight and he will gain glory for himself. May we learn the lesson. What is the lesson, sir? Weakness is strength. So St. Paul said, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, Paul says, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. And now the lesson, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Saints of God embrace the ministry of God's true ministers. Be faithful to God's covenant. Hear and do the terms of the covenant revealed in the Holy Scriptures. Practice the principle of 2 Corinthians 7.14 if my people humble themselves and so on. Hate sin, sir. Hate it. Love righteousness. Welcome always God's gracious rebuke. For the Bible says, let a righteous man strike me. It is a kindness. Let him rebuke. Buke me. It is oil on my head. My head will not refuse it. Proverbs 27, 5 and 6. Better is open rebuke than hidden love. Wounds from a friend can be trusted. But an enemy multiplies kisses. 
Friends, I tell you, rely on the Lord alone. Renew the covenant. Know for sure, obedience always brings true everlasting blessings. May God help us to rely on him alone. Heavenly Father, we pray that you help us to believe the truth. God gives more grace. God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, help us, O Lord, in humility, submit ourselves to you and resist the devil. And your word encourages us and guarantees us the devil shall flee from us. O Lord, may they apply the scripture to their own lives and persevere to the very end. In Jesus' name, amen.